Welcome to Nana Tings. Hey babes, I'm back. And we have another episode of my new series, The Dilemma of Dating. I am joined by my friend Mikey, also a wrestling stand AO, to talk about dating in the gay world in LA and all his different experiences. So grab your champagne, grab your blunt, grab your tea, whatever you need, because you know I gotta play some ads and shit before we get into it, but enjoy the ride. Hey everyone, I just want to say I have three books out right now and I appreciate the support from all of you, from everyone that got my first book, Falling Androids in Phoenix, to my second, Romance in a Modern Road, and my current third, Baby, Antonio's Return. Check it out at Barnes & Noble and also Amazon. You can easily just search my name, Antonio Laranzo, L-I-R-A-N-Z-O, and go get a copy, review it, love it, share it, and all the teens. Okay? <laughs> It's Antonio here at Nana Tings, and I got my fun wrestling friend over here, Mikey, as my guest. What's up, boo? Hello, it's good to see you. I haven't seen you like since January. <laughs> yes, um, all the listeners listening right now, uh, I met, so uh, we're part of this like LGBT uh, wrestling group on Facebook, which y'all have been so amazing to me, accepting me as like the newcomer like last year. And I finally got to meet Mikey um, this past January for Royal Rumble, which was so fucking fun no it was great uh those get-togethers are amazing and we were in st louis for it which is so much fun to have all these gay men and some gay women there's some gay women there too and gay non-binary just show up and just have so much fun and watch wrestling and enjoy it it was great and we were in st louis which is such a weird place to have uh, a bunch of gay people uh but it was a lot of fun and i got to meet a lot of people for the first time including yourself so that was awesome so yeah, it was great it was a great experience i um it feels mm-hmm. nice you know growing up watching wrestling i uh it was always like heteronormative stuff right a lot of like straight dominance and it's just so cool to be a part of a group now and even though like i don't see you guys a lot um just at our chats while watching the shows it just feels like I have this awesome wrestling family that just gets, I don't know, that you guys get what I'm into, like the show. It, and- it's its great because, I, you know, I'm just like you, I grew up with, I grew up watching it, but I grew up watching it with a lot of uh, heterosexual folks mm-hmm. and uh, I still enjoyed it. Um, it, was, it wasn't until like maybe a few years ago where I was looking online to see if there was groups that were just like myself, that were LGBTQ+. But I also liked wrestling and there was a lot of them. And so I clicked on a couple of them and uh, the uh, LPWC plus was one of those things was one of those groups that I came to uh, to join. And they also do events uh, with a lot of folks. So it's it was it's a great community. It's an amazing community. And not just because of watching wrestling, but the people that are involved in it are so, so amazing and fun and eclectic and there's just we, we all come from different backgrounds of, of careers and ethnicities and sizes and like it's so much fun of just how much we bond over one thing but then we bond over just laughs and drinks and fun it's great I love it I absolutely agree we we mesh, we mesh well especially that brunch moment that we had I really just loved all of us together it was honestly fucking great yeah it was fun <laughs> It was fun. 
Absolutely. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself before we dive into some love topics, uh, like where you're from, what you do, all those things. Um, well, I am originally from Los Angeles, California, but I grew up on the outskirts of Los Angeles in a town called Pasadena, California. And I grew up born and raised and um, moved around from town to town, but not far from that place. Um, I went to school there. I grew up uh, studying theater. Um, and that was like my big passion for a while. Uh, so I did plays uh, in college. I did plays outside of college. And then um, I also did improv comedy for about uh, about eight years. That was a turning point in my life. And I mean that for, uh, for positive because I enjoyed the hell out of improv comedy as opposed to theater. And um, it was more of a hobby than it was like, a career because you don't you don't make money off of that shit so uh <laughs> so like it was just fun because you learn these techniques of how to be present on stage and how to communicate with people on stage and it actually helps you in your normal life as well uh not just to be funny but to also just how to chat with a lot of folks so um, that's one thing that I really loved doing growing up. Uh, and currently I'm not doing any of that. Uh, I, uh, manage a coffee shop in Venice, California. Um, I, uh, am doing that. I've been doing that for about a year now. Um, and I'm just, I'm, I'm a career person right now, but at the same time, I'm just, I'm loving life right now as, um, as an LGBTQ plus uh, person who's just uh, focusing on on themselves, himself, for uh, going someone who's going into his forties this year, hey. and uh, <laughs> I'm so excited! Like I'm so excited! Like when I turned thirty, um, I was uh, I was in a relationship, and it was fun. I felt like I had everything. I was great. I was doing what I loved. I was doing I was doing improv. Uh, I was also doing theater. I was also doing theater as well. So it was just one of those things where I was like, I have everything going for me, you know, what's the next step in my life. And there was more stuff to do. Like there was, I feel like there was plenty of more things to do for me. Um, and I find out like, I'm just a simple person. And I don't want to say simple as like, uh, simple sounds boring. <laughs> I want to say like simple as like, there's not a lot of things that pleases me to where I have to go above and beyond for myself yeah I can go like like on a day off I'll go to Palm Springs for a day um that's fun to me um and I'll just go by myself I will go to a restaurant by myself I will go to the movie theaters by myself it's just one of those things where I am just it is very independent but I'm also um I like doing that for myself because it gives me a chance to breathe. It gives me a chance to reflect uh, on life, uh, on myself, um, and to learn what am I going to do for the next uh, for the next part of my life. It's one of those things where I continue to still learn for myself. Absolutely, um, and it and it's one of those. It's it's something that I I hope I never lose that. I hope I never lose that. I still want to learn more stuff. I, I feel like I don't know a lot, but I, 
I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know everything, but um, I want to continue to learn things about myself, uh, about what's right, what I feel it's right, what I feel is wrong, uh, to be kind to people, to be uh, to be one of those people to to help out. I don't know. I just there's a lot of things that I I, I want to focus my life on. And I don't think there's going to be a lot of effort to do it. It's just something you just, you know, you can do. Exactly. It sounds like, that makes sense, yeah. yeah, no, it's a self-love chapter and I'm loving that. Sure. Um, absolutely. Yeah. And um, I mean, a lot of that has to, it's done with a lot of experience that I've, that I came across growing up, you know, like a Christian based family. So that was a little hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> so because uh we all know them in, uh them christians yep. um uh they don't like certain things about certain people speak um sweetie yep <laughs> and you know it's sad and because i feel like i'm still a spiritual person i do believe in god and i and i do believe in a higher being and it's hard to and if there is or not I'm not sure, but I like to believe there is because the one thing that I value in what this person, Jesus, does for people is that he's kind to folks. He's mm -hmm. kind to everybody. And that's what I'm taking for, uh, that's what I'm, that's what I'm getting from this person that's been doing everything, you know, for, for so many people. And, and for myself, I go, oh, that's amazing. Like, yes, he's washing people's feet and he's, he's feeding so many people and he's doing all these wonderful things, but he doesn't like gay people. Like, it just boggles my mind that he doesn't, like, he doesn't like certain people. Like, I feel like the people he wouldn't like are, like, I don't know, mean people. Like, people that... And aggressive yeah i mean and, and even at that it's like i don't i don't hate you i, I it's just I, and, it, and it was hard for me growing up to listen to these ideas of what um what these people that are on the pulpit that say you know yeah. you're wrong if you are this or you're if you're doing this it's not if you are this it's if you're doing this because we can cure that you know you, you know it's you know we can cure that it's fine if we, you know, it's fine. We will just, we'll send you to a camp or something. Um, and it was tough. It was tough um, uh, dealing with that um, because my mind was just going all over the place when it came to uh, stuff like that. But when I, when I realized who I was and um, um, that, you know, that took a lot for me and like growing up, I started, you know, I started dating women and that was fun. I'm not gonna lie. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> but also I started, uh, then when I came out, I started to explore myself a little bit more. And I started dating a lot of uh, men. Um, and uh, a lot of that was in college. So um, college, uh, just people trying to find themselves, <coughs> excuse me, trying to, trying to find themselves in college was a lot of fun because I felt like we were safe and we were vulnerable, but we were also respecting one another. Yeah. Um, and I think that's something to speak of, of just dating in general. Um, I think we could still be that if we're, 
if we're dating, we just be respectful and, uh, and, you know, just kind of no bound, no boundaries of what the other wants or doesn't want. Um, yeah. Um, I remember, <laughs> I remember when I first discovered, uh, this little app called Grinder. Um, Tell me. <laughs> uh, so this was 2000, 2010. And I just moved out of my parents' house. And because uh, I was off and on uh, with them. My parents and I have a really cool relationship. Um, but we still have that relationship of like, you know, I just want you to be careful. I want you to make sure that you're you're safe and stuff like that. I'm the baby of the family, so uh, one 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 of those things is like, okay, I want you to make sure that you know you have everything. You know, if you need anything, you know, we we're here for you. If you need to wash your clothes, come to my house, which uh, I still do wash my. I'm a 40 year old man, still washes his clothes at my parents' house because mama's boy. Be- because our washing machine is always being used at our apartment complex. Fucking hate it. Anyway. <laughs> um, so when I discovered Grindr, uh, I was like, what the hell is this? And I'm over here. And I don't, I don't even have an iPhone yet. I'm too cheap for an iPhone. So I download this app on my phone. I can't remember what type of phone I had. Um, I, I go, oh, Grindr. I forget how I, how I found it. But I just, it's there. Um, all of a sudden, like, I'm just getting these responses from, from a different, different people. And I'm like, I've never been, I never had that. I've never had that many responses from a lot from, from men. Like, this is, this is insane. What do they want? What do they want? Well, you know, maybe they want to chat with me, which is, you know, you know, people on Grindr like to chat, which is yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe they want, um, maybe they want somebody to talk to maybe that, Oh, they want a picture of me. Okay. Well, let me see what type of picture I have. Oh, they don't want that type of picture. They want another type of picture. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if I'm going to give them that type of picture. Uh, the type of picture that I, I, I'm not vulnerable enough to give them that type of picture yet. Okay. Oh, they're sending me, what are they sending me? So they're sending me something. Is that where they're located? <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. They're located. They're not too far from me. Oh, they want me to come over. Okay. It was just one of those things that I'm like, I, okay. So this is a hookup. This is a hookup uh, app. Um, and so like when I, long story short, when I first got it, I was just hoeing it up and um as i feel like when you first get it it's so new <laughs> it's so new and especially back then like um when i forget when it was i forget when this when it started but I think, um i think we were right i'm pretty sure my i think it was probably around that time yeah. yeah um and i so like discovering that um like kind of opened my eyes about just being with strangers and it was kind of scary at first I'm not gonna lie because I'm one of those people like I've 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 hooked up with folks outside of like you know going to a bar and then we exchange numbers and we go to their house and bing blang bloom you know um but like this was different 
and it was exciting. So kind of my nerves, the dopamine, everything that was just like popping, I was great. So it was, it was fun. Um, but uh, I think I got into it a little too much. Um, I wasn't like, it wasn't like every week or it was just, I think I did it for like, I did it three times and then I stopped because it was just, it was just a little too much. And I think I got like what I needed from it. And so um, and it was actually kind of after I was dating somebody um, that it, I just kind of perchance did it. And, um, and, I, and I forget how I met this person. Uh, I think it was through school. But um, we ended up just uh, like not clicking. It was weird. I'm, I'm somebody who can click with a lot of folks. I can click with so many different types of people. And we just didn't click. And, uh, and then all of a sudden I discovered this and then it was like, oh, okay, well, this is fine. And I think, uh, as, as older as uh, like, uh, I'm a little bit older now. So like, I think it's still fine to do that type of things. If there's not going to be like an attachment of like, we know this is what we want to do. Let's make sure we're both safe. Let's make sure that we're both negative. Um, and let's, let's, let's have fun, you know, is something we both need. If there's no attachment to it, like if there's no like sense of like love to it, um, I don't want to say, eh, then I think we'll be fine. Um, but sometimes some people want that connection. So you kind of have to read the room when it comes to certain things like that. It's hard. Um, yeah. It is hard. It is very tough. Skill set, to be honest, because I I um I identify as demisexual. So for me, yes, connection. And I agree. I remember when I first got grinded, it was like a shiny new toy. But for me to have like a one night stand, I need to like I like the whole bar thing where you meet like you know quote unquote a stranger at a bar and you're out and you know the sure. vibe, right? And then yeah, if you want to go be mm -hmm. a with them, fine. And the next day, cool. But um, I agree. I, I think so. The place that you're at now. If you were to like be on an app or whatever, like you have enough, like, I guess it, it really is a skill set because it's work. You know how to differ between a hookup and not catching feels versus like an emotional connection. I I think so. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I haven't dated for a long time. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll get but, because I want to hear sure. all the dating sure, sure. in LA. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think when I was dating in LA, okay, so let me kind of back up. So I was in a relationship for seven years and um, the person and I that uh, I was in a relationship with, we then moved in together and um, all of a sudden just, you know, our, our relationship just kind of fizzled out and it wasn't anything on any of us. We didn't hate each other. We still love each other. Um, but it wasn't just like, and let me tell you, like, we've had so much fun. We mm -hmm. have two cats together still. Um, I'm still living with that person. Oh, I love We're that. still roommates. And it was just, it was a situation too. what it was just by chance that it happened. So it happened during it, like it happened. Uh, I can't remember when it happened, but like when we decided to start, um, so we, we, we broke up, um, we broke up and then like a month later between the breakup and the month that we were 
like roommates, we were like one of us was sleeping on the couch, one of us was sleeping in bed. So we were respecting each other in that in that way. And then our other roommate decided to leave because she was just a horrible person. Don't, <laughs> Don't we all have that one? <laughs> <laughs> so um because both of us were trying to find a different place and all of a sudden they they said um they go by the a and them they -hmm. said um you know what i'm just i don't i don't think i'm we're gonna be able to find a place how about i take this room you take this room and i think that'll be fine i'm like i absolutely agree the rent will be a little bit higher for both of us but i think we will be able to make it work and the cats will be so happy because you know it'll be great and we've been living like that for like two three years now so and you know they're with somebody new and they're awesome and I've been um after we after we broke up I started dating again and so that was new for me and that's kind of where I experienced LA dating <laughs> let's get in um, <laughs> sure it was interesting because, um, again, I went on Grinder to. Uh, oh, I, I did Grinder, and I also did. Um, I also did um, Facebook. Me, Fa- there's an app for dating on Facebook. Wait, I can't remember what it was. That? What? <laughs> um, it was interesting. I think it was a little bit more safer for me, <clears throat> and it made more sense to me uh, rather than Tinder to be like left, right, left, right. Well, I think you still do this on this app. Um, so I started meeting different people on this, on this thing. And I'm one of those people that if I go on Grindr, um, I will not go after the person. I have them go after me. It's just a safety issue. Okay. I stand that. Um, boundary with it. So I go, okay, I don't want to, I don't want to be like, Hey, how's it going? You know, you know, what WYD. Um, so I just, I go, I have them, um, like interact with me. So that was kind of the same thing with this dating app. So I met a few people and, um, I, oh my gosh, I met, I, I dated like a few guys from this different types of people. Um, and when I say dated, I just went on one date with them. So one person I I met, I think this was on Grinder actually. He goes, Hey, how's it going? And I'm like, I'm good. How are you? And we started talking. Felt this really good vibe from them. So I was like, cool. Like we're actually chatting. We're actually doing really well. And it's like, hey, what are you doing later on uh this week? And I'm like, <clears throat> uh, I have work and then I'm then I get off at this time and uh, he's like, Hey, would you want to go hang out? I'm like, sure. That'd be great. So we pick a spot and um, <clears throat> I forget my wallet and um, <clears throat> I forget my wallet. So I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. And I forgot that I, I could just pay with my phone if need be. <laughs> so, um, so it's just one of those things. Uh, but I'm freaking out because I'm like, Oh, I just want to make sure like, I'm like, like I'm, I'm impressing him. And this is like, I hadn't dated in so many years. Exactly. Uh, especially like after seven years, I didn't know how, like, and I knew I had to do it sooner or later. I just had to do it. I just have to go out there and do it and be vulnerable. And when I start 
talking to people, I just start talking. I, can, I will never shut up. And I'll just start talking about certain things, like, you know, whatever will pop up in my mind. And um, so I meet this guy. Uh, we start, we meet at a mall. I don't know if that's an outside mall. I don't know if that's a good place to start to do, to go on a date. It feels so high schoolish. It, it, yeah, but it's also, I think it's cute. Okay. Okay. I mean, I don't know. So it was just weird for me because I didn't think about it at the time. I just wanted to go somewhere where it was central to both of us. <laughs> and so this mall, this outside mall was central to both of us. And so, um, so that's where we start. That's where we went. And this person was a uh, caseworker. Okay. So when I would start asking them questions, not about their job or anything, because first of all, I never really asked anybody about their job. Cause even though we're on a date, I don't want to get too personal with them. Cause that is a very sensitive subject. I don't know if they're the person doesn't like their job or feels really bad about the job that they have. Like they could, because like, I'm trying to meet you as a person and like, you know, if you work at McDonald's, like they may feel bad about that, you know? And I'm like, I don't want you to feel bad about that. Like a job's a job and I want you to be confident in what you do. Like you may not like your job, but I want you to be confident in like what you do. So we don't have to talk about that right away. Um, but this person was a caseworker and they just start telling me about the most like absurdest things that they have to deal with and like you can see it on his face that he was just like i am so tired i have to do all this stuff and he would just like talk about all these bad cases and i'm like oh my gosh that's horrible and you have to deal with this every day oh my god it was just one of those things like i was like okay and so um there'll be times where we'll just be quiet we just won't be talking. We'll just be walking around. And we're just like, oh, let's go to this. Let's go to this shop. Oh, I want to look in here. I'm not going to buy anything. I don't want to buy anything. I just want to look. And like, I'm just looking. I'm like, oh, look, this is nice. He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. It was just an awkward. I don't know if it was me awkward or him awkward. I couldn't pick up the vibe. But at the same time, we just didn't click. And so we stopped to eat. And I can't remember what we had. It was just like a fries or something and then we actually sat down and just kind of chatted a little bit more and I did my best not to say that I was in a seven year relationship and this is my first date I was just trying to be like I was just trying to be more um I try to make people laugh even if they're not gonna laugh I just try to make people laugh and it's just something that I do to kind of break the ice um so i'll pick up on something and i'll just make fun of it and sometimes it's funny to them and sometimes it's like that wasn't funny at all so <laughs> I, it's 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 weird it's it it's something that i've learned to um to be good at and because you know i i think just because like you know studying improv and being with so many different style of people who's comedy is different on different levels and whose levels are out there and I've for myself I've um I've like am comfortable with how like what my funny is if that makes sense um 
what my level of comedy is for myself to certain people and like I, I try to bring that out sometimes and sometimes it's sometimes it's corny but at the same time it just makes people happy it can make people happy or I try to make it you know but for him he just was not working um and uh I think we were just him and I for about an hour and then we both went back to our cars we hugged and then we left and I'd never heard from him again. The the ghosting's real post bad date. Or he never heard from me again because I didn't text him back either. <laughs> so it worked both ways. Um, but yeah, I don't think I understand the ghosting aspect. I just don't think either of us were trying to like communicate with one another. Yeah. So. I wouldn't call it a ghost, but I, I know, I know that I know what ghosting can do. I've done it to people and it's not fun and I've had it done to me and it's not fun. So yeah, it's a weird thing. Like I understand the anxiety of like not wanting to like make someone upset, but at the end of the day, it's better to just be upfront than dick someone around. So I get it, but like, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. I absolutely. I absolutely agree. Yeah, I um no, I've I've been ghosted and I've also definitely ghosted. So learning to yeah. be more front, which lately I've been better with. Yeah, dating out here has been weird, man. Um, I've only been there for <laughs> months, and I tried grinding for like a day, but I can't be on that app anymore because like I'm not really in the hookup phase of my life. I'm more in like the bar sure. or just like I don't know. I prefer cute romantic dates and then sex. Uh, I will I will say like I see your stories and I go, oh my gosh, like they're living their life right now and I love it and I'm like oh my gosh I, I'm just I'm living vicariously through, through Antonio right now because you're doing so many great things thank you um and you're just <laughs> you're in, I don't want to say like I don't want to like like you're in WeHo and stuff like because I think you're like when I see you in WeHo I go oh my gosh I wish I I wish I would have done that more I mean I still can don't get me wrong but because like usually clubs aren't my scene but if I'm with like people that I that I know and, and care about, I can actually have a good time over there. And um, but I see you and I go, oh, my gosh, they're just loving it. And I love it. And I see you're doing so many things right now. And uh, it's great. And I'm so happy and proud of you. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I had to dive in, you know, coming from New York. I was sure. Like, I can't just sit in my bed every day. I got to like be my fullest artistic self right um yeah I feel like all my my uh pieces of a puzzle are there just Mm -hmm. you know it's always that typical hopeless romantic thought of like where is my loved one oh sure (laughs) I know I sure 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 yeah yeah I had you know it's the same struggle in New York uh you know there's a lot of us right a lot of people gay straight by whatever that are like hey I'm missing a partner so of course I was like let me try dating out here and like it's just it's a game still it reminds me of new york it's just it's a mess so when you say a game like what does that mean because i've heard the last episode with your friend uh oh my god uh, yeah with brandon brandon yeah um like i was like so in like i want to know what the game is because i don't think i understand that yeah so the game 
Oh my gosh, this is such a great question. So the game could be like two things, at least from my perspective. The game could be the typical game that you see in movies and shows where it's like someone wants you, but they won't text you, so they'll pay hard to get, so you could chase them. And it's more like in their head kind of game that could actually self-sabotage. Okay. There's the other game where everyone has the same mentality of like having five people on their roster and like circling through who they want and filtering it via dating apps and social media and then in-person dates and then they'll go ghosting or whatever and then come back five months later but then it's like five months too late so it's that kind of like game of like okay, we're vibing and we you know we go to therapy my, my millennial generation like we're all about like you know work on your demons or past trauma um sure it's fine to take slower routes nowadays with dating it doesn't have to be so manic and fast but you know it it's like, it, instead of acknowledging the good energy between each other, it's all these like side things of like, well, I'm not ready. You know, I'm going to focus on this. And then like three months later, it's like, oh, wait, but I do want him. But like, I also want my cake too. And it's a lot of like that, like dragging someone around. And then you're just mm-hmm. someone's heart at that point. So yeah, like I actually just experienced it recently. I was talking to someone online for actually two years uh, via Instagram and Twitter. And I'm finally in the same city as him. And same thing, great chemistry, great vibe, had a great date, but you know, they're in their own fields and they're sort of dragging me around of like one minute we're going to hang out. But then the next day I'm either ditched or nothing or goes MIA for four days and then comes back. And it's like, I don't know, fishing for a Gyarados, but getting a magic cart. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's, actually, that's the best way wow. to put it. Yeah. Okay, come on, Pokemon Punk. Okay, I'm very proud of myself with that. <laughs> God, I don't even know Pokemon and I got that. Jeez. Yeah. That's wow. like the game I'm in right now without even wanting to be in it. You know, it's just like a lot of mm-hmm. how a lot of people do it because you have so much access, right? I could go on fucking Tinder right now or Grinder and like, if I want validation, I could easily get it from someone next door and then like still have a roster of five. It's, it's just so, I don't know. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's, kind of our generation right now and that's kind of the age that we're living in is you know the comfort of having that and not even so much of like I think it could also be a validation type of ordeal it's like oh like I'm on grinder and like this person wants to hook up with me and then I just kind of say you know what I'm tired I'm gonna go to sleep but you have that validation of like that person wanted to hook up with you um and that's not that's a good thing and a bad thing because you don't want you don't want to lead that person on um but um but at the same time like um we live in that age where we don't have to go to a club physically go to a club we still can we just go to a club or uh uh what the hell a bar wherever people meet uh nowadays <laughs> You're like, whatever they do these days whatever they uh <laughs> i don't know um the the barber shops or something yeah. They just go and they just meet each other and they have a good old time and they talk and like uh, I I think growing up too like even before the whole um uh the um dating apps or whatnot meeting uh yeah the the dating apps like I I still didn't understand how to meet people like I didn't like going to bars um I wasn't one of those people who drank a lot like I will there was one gay bar that we used to go to and, and it wasn't in West Hollywood 
it was in Pomona and I think it's still there. It's called the hookup. <laughs> and there was a couple of us that were uh, LGBTQ plus and um, we would go. And this was actually, I think this was my first gay bar. So we would go there and I'm like, I don't do mixed drinks. I do not do hard alcohol. I do beer. I will just, in going to a dive bar, those are the best because they're cheap. You can't fuck them up and it's great. You just open the, you open the lid and you're good. I remember going to this gay bar and just kind of seeing so many different people who I guess aren't straight. They were actually gay and they were looking at me. They were just like, oh, um, I didn't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing. Cause you know, I'm five two and I was like 130, 125 pounds back then. And I'm like, uh, are you going to do something to me? Like I'm scared. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm kind of like, okay, this is kind of cool. Cause I mean, I, I knew I was protected cause I was with friends. So I wasn't, I wasn't really worried, but like, I'm just like, are you, <laughs> so this is just an interesting thing for me. Like, like, okay, like, I guess I'm having a good time. And then all of a sudden the music hits and then we start dancing. I'm like, okay, I kind of like this. You know, this was like, uh, this was my first gay bar. And it was just like meeting different types of people. Like I can go to a gay bar now and be very comfortable with everybody I'm surrounded by. I'm not worried about like how good they look, how I'm just there to have a good time. I'm not there for a hookup. I'm just there to like drink a beer, talk to people. Um, and mingle if you will just to have a good time you know yeah um back then it was just like i just kind of want to experience different things so um yeah uh life change now was like i was like 16 years ago too um and um i didn't really started i didn't really start dating fully dating until like I was like 28 29 uh no sorry like 20 I'm trying I'm trying to think when I (laughs) I'm trying to think when I was with my last my 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 ex like my ex we were together for seven years I think 2012 so it was like yeah 20 27 28 somewhere around that time I started dating a little bit more people and um and just kind of like becoming more of who I was. Um, I think a lot of people in their journey when it comes to um, being LGBTQ plus or just kind of knowing themselves in general, you don't have to be, you don't have to be LGBTQ plus. You could just, you could be hetero and figure out that like, I'm, I'm not going to start dating until like I'm this old or yeah. I think I'm, I think I'm ready to start dating people now. Um, I was, I started to be very comfortable with myself and I started to, um, I just started to just go on dates and people would, uh, I would have friends because I didn't know a lot of, um, LGBTQ plus folks. So a lot of my straight friends would be like, oh, I have this person. I know this person, he's gay. I think he'd be a perfect match. Um, that type of ordeal so I went on a I went on a couple of I went on a I went on a couple of blind dates in that regard but I did it to appease my friend and back then I didn't really know if it was I I I don't think they meant I don't think they meant wrong I just think they uh 
they just they they meant well and they knew who I was and stuff like that. So um, how I how you know they just were trying to look out for me, which I I think is very sweet. Um, but uh, like I went on a I went on like this one blind date and it was fine. Um, it was just we were just we went on a date and um, and I don't know if you know LA well or just um the San Gabriel Valley but if you go a little bit more inland there's this town called West Covina and um we went on a date in this little town and this little in this restaurant uh and it was like a burger place or something mm -hmm. um I don't know if you've been to like a local burger shop or anything like that <coughs> excuse me um, but it's the best. It is the <laughs> best. Oh my gosh. It's not like your typical McDonald's or your Burger King. It is like, uh, I can't describe it because I just grew up with it. But we went there and we had like, we had, we had burgers and stuff. And it was just really awkward for the both of us because we didn't really know what to talk about because we were both so young and we never we haven't really established our lives and we're just kind of like quiet and we were just talking about our friend the whole time because that was our common bond between both of us um oh how do you know this person oh i met them through blah 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 stuff like that so um i know it's interesting dating in los angeles because like um you do meet a lot of different people. And I don't know how it is dating in in New York versus Los Angeles. I think you're going to have to get like so many different differences of opinions because I feel like I'm not a, I feel like I'm not a freak when it comes to like, like, oh my gosh, we did this and we did this and we stayed up all night. Um, but like, I went on a date with this one guy and um he was very nervous because i'm five two uh that's <laughs> um that's a little a little guy right that's a little guy right so i go on a date with this one person and he's 411 okay and i don't care i don't care like usually i i, I usually date guys that are like six five six two six eight i so many tall people um and it's funny i went on this Dude, one date with this one. i know i know <laughs> they just like little old me or i like big old them <laughs> <laughs> um so i went on this one date and he he had some ailments about him that he didn't want to discuss and I think he was very insecure about that. So I'm like, no, you're fine. Like, I just want to like, just want to go out with you. I just want to like, let's go to dinner. Let's, it was like, I don't really want to go to dinner. Cause I think what happened was they, we decided basically just to go to a park. We go to a park and we um, were like where they live. And we started like uh, walking their dog and stuff like that. So that was very sweet. I was like, oh, I get to meet a dog too. This is great. And so um, we start talking, we actually vibe a little bit. So um, 
they were really sweet in bringing like some food and um, some uh, some like seltzer liquor. Okay. And I'm like, okay. So we go to a park and we start do, we start just chatting and the dog's really nice. And um, it was great. It was actually a really good vibe. Like I really, I really like thought, okay, this guy is actually really cool. Um, but then um, uh, we started, we started talking and then we went on another date. Okay. So we went on another date, but this time we just met at the park and we started like walking the dog. And then he tells me that he, um, he thinks I'm the one, he loves me. And it was very awkward. Wait, wait, wait. This is after the second date? This is after the second date. Okay. And <laughs> um, well, so I, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't just jump to that part. Because what he said was, I think I'm in love with you. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's awesome. Like, um, you know, uh, how come you feel this way? He's like, I don't really know. It's just, we connect so well. And, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm, I, I, and I was very straight with, straightforward with him. And I was like, look, I'm... I think you're amazing. I think you're great. Uh, I, I don't move that fast, unfortunately. I would love to continue to talk to you. It's just, unfortunately, if we continue to talk, I think, I don't, I think what you're feeling right now is not going to go away. <clears throat> um, and it's just going to be very, very hard for you because it's probably something that I don't want right now because I just want to just start talking to people and that's it like I'm I haven't done this for for a long 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 time and I don't want to make that type of commitment right now and um and it was weird because um he he was also I don't know if he what type of therapy he was in but he was also like a therapist oh wow okay um um but for for children um and so he would talk to children and try to make sure that they're okay with uh and he talked he talked to children with like disabilities and stuff like that um and it was just very awkward to just have him tell me that because I've never had that happen to me uh, where somebody told me they loved me like right then and there. I was going to say, um, I was flattered. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm like, oh my God, I can make that type of impact. Oh my gosh. Hot. But <laughs> it was just, it was just really like, it was. Like, I don't want to put anybody in that position because I think I've, I think I've been there. Like, I think I've been in that position where I, I've really linked with somebody and I go, oh my gosh, I think I love them. But I really wouldn't tell them right away because I just want to make sure that those emotions are real and I'm just not playing off of lust or off of, um, like, hope or whatever, whatever the case may be, you know? Like oh my gosh, I finally got somebody. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna reel him in. 
So um, that was a little difficult. I, I, I don't talk to that person anymore. Um, they tried contacting me a couple of times, but um, I ghosted them. It was hard. It was hard because like, I just, I'm like, I don't want to put you in that position. And I rather look like the bad guy right now because like, I just don't think this would work out. No, they, I agree. You know what I mean? So, and I don't, I know, I know they'll find somebody else. They're really, really awesome people. And like, I think because of the situation that they're in and like, I get it. I'm short. Like I'm, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, that's not a hinder to me. It's just who I am. It's just like, I've been short all my life. I know how it, I know how to use the shortness. I know how to deal with it. Um, you know, I, and I manage, a, I manage a coffee shop in Venice where I have to yell at customers for being effing rude. So <laughs> like, you know, some of them don't like a five, two yelling at them because they're six foot three, you know, I was like, no, don't be rude to my employees. I'm going to be rude to you. If you're rude to my employees. Well, like a lot of people don't like being, um, uh, confronted or being told what to do by something short. Um, which is fine. I, I get it. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> um, but at the same time, yeah, I just, um, uh, I felt bad for him. I really did. So, um, but I think that was the last time that I really like started dating somebody um, for the most part, like, uh, and that was, oh my God, and then COVID hit and then that was a big, um, that was, that was fun. And the, you know what's funny? During COVID, I actually talked to a lot of people online, and that was actually really fun. I would say tw- whether it was dating apps or like Twitter, Twitter for me was like a big app for communication. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I met the interesting I was referring to earlier. Um, yeah, twenty twenty was. I mean, we are we were all in lockdown, so it was. I guess people were being more social because it was like the only thing to do too while you were in your living room or bedroom wherever you were isolating um, right yeah i i just remember like uh the only two people like in our household for myself and my roommate and uh our cats which that was fun oh and my um my roommate was working on uh so they're 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 an animator uh they have very eclectic jobs so during during the the lockdown, they were able to get work for this animated series, uh, for uh for a show on um on Quibi. So they were here, just working and working and working, and I was like not working. <laughs> so I was just here, just like baking and cooking and doing all fun stuff. But I was also just talking to people online. Mm-hmm. And I never thought that I could do that. And that's kind of where I started to be very like, oh, I can just kind of do this. And this is actually pretty fun. Like, I can actually just talk to people and like, like, you know, kind of be myself. And like, you know, there's no strings attached here. There's just like me um I could be funny I could be serious I could be like um 
I could be a mom and be like, hey, don't do that. You know, this is, you know, this is, I could be a wise person. You know, like I just, I, I, there was a lot of feelings during that time where I was just like, cool. Like I can definitely, definitely like, um, just kind of live it up a little in that aspect. And it was fun talking to so many different people. Uh, and, um, like, I didn't want to meet anybody during that time. I just was very like, you know, just this is a perfect time for me to be anti-social, not anti-social, what's the word? Introverted when it comes to meeting people because I just want to be safe. But I also want to make sure that um, like I'm, 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 I'm being comfortable. So I love um, that you have your like introverted boundaries, by the way. I think that's amazing. And I also love that you're unapologetic about it. I feel like people that are introverted or people that are that have boundaries, whether you're introverted or not, actually, um, are apologetic about having them. Um, yeah, it's tough. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I work in customer service, so I can't be introverted when I'm there. But when I'm not doing that, I'm so introverted. And it's just one of those, and and it's the same thing with being in theater or being an actor, yeah, yeah, yeah. doing what you're doing. Like you have to be, and I don't know if you're introverted or not, but it's just one of those things where, like, I I I have to do what I have to do for, to make a buck, but then when I'm coming home or when I when I shut that door to my car the world around me doesn't exist it's like um i'm just big, it's just you know? boom you know yeah so i have to be here and to myself and um it took me a while to to realize that i was introverted because i thought i was very extroverted i thought i was very like um out there and outgoing which i think i still can be um and don't get me wrong like that's a good thing but man like being introverted for me has taught me so much about myself about just being alone and being okay with it and um and i don't mean that in the sense of of like being single and being okay with it i mean like even if i was being with yourself with somebody i am i rather i want to be alone for myself absolutely Oh, and um, growth right there. I think that's yeah. a strong thing to have. That's where I'm in my chapter in life right now is I've learned the pandemic really showed me that I um, am a introverted extrovert or extrovert, okay. extrovert, whatever it is. Like I love the socializing of life, but then there's those sure. where like I have to detox uh -huh. for three days. And I was notorious for that growing up where like in college, I was in a frat and I would party and this and that, but then I would go home once a month and shut my phone off for four days and just hang out with my mom and watch TV. Like it became my safe zone. And I realized it. that I've always been introverted and that's why I like acting in the stage. Cause that's where I get to bring this other side of Antonio that isn't always shown. And I get to be like, you know, the, the artist and the social person that I can go right back into my room and show and watch Netflix and eat ice cream, and not talk to anyone. And honestly, I'm okay with that. <laughs> oh my God. I remember when I started acting, um, I, 
I we we did we did so many different I did so many different roles and stuff like that. There was this one role that I did. I don't know if you know this play called The Last Days of Judas Iscariot, but I played Judas. And um Judas in this show, Judas has to be on stage the whole time. Okay. Oh my god. And and so um for for those who don't know, Judas Iscariot was the one that uh uh betrayed Jesus. And um in this play, he gets put on trial for it. Oh wait, and I have so to these yes. yes, my friend was in an off-broadway project, well off off-broadway projection um in Brooklyn. Yes, okay, I know exactly. Oh my gosh, I was in a off, 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 off Broadway production of this in the San Gabriel Valley. So if you saw it, oh my gosh, thank you for coming out to see me as Judas Iscariot. Um, but I was on stage and um, one of the things that I was kind of taught as, as an actor um, to do is like, you know, like just, it's, it, oh, to, and it's one of the simplest things in the world to do is listen, acknowledge, respond. Yep. It's the best acting advice I've ever had get, have gotten in my life because it's so true because that's what acting is. You listen to what your scene partner is saying. You acknowledge what they said. You, um, you respond. And so um, a lot of the stuff that I did in acting was from real life type of stuff. So even if I was like, going through a lot of especially with this so um a lot of the stuff that I did on stage with Judas with the last days of Judas Iscariot was from like real life stuff uh being responsive to your uh scene partners yada 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 there will be times where I'm just sitting on stage and I have to be frozen for like 20 minutes so I was just breathing and breathing (laughs) and a lot of the stuff that I was just kind of doing is I was just kind of into myself because the first time that I did it because it was like it was a show that ran for like two weeks two or three weeks I think the first week that I did it I was worried about how people would look at me because being on stage you know you just there's somebody's gonna look at you I think the second week yeah that is a normal thought with acting to be honest yeah this the second week it was more of just like being into yourself and just kind of focusing on like your breaths and just kind of being one with yourself. And then the third week was like, just not really caring about like everything going on and just kind of focusing on you and what you have to do for the next scene or just listening to what they're saying about you. Cause you're, you can, you can, you're able to like listen to what they're saying about you and you can use that for, um, for, for a positive and making sure that you, uh, relay that in type of information for you to the next scene and um oh my god I was so introverted when I did all that type of stuff it was so much fun like I was just I was able to be introverted on stage <laughs> when normally you're just extroverted just spewing out these lines of whatever you have to do and it was it was it was phenomenal um but yeah normally when we're doing that type of stuff uh, whatever type of stuff, even if you're in customer service, like you have to be extroverted because you have to be 
outgoing. You don't have to be, but you're more likely to be outgoing about trying to sell a product or whatever the case may be. And sometimes you just have to just turn it off and that's okay. Yeah. Totally okay. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. My last question then for you is with all this knowledge of who you are and this beautiful self-love that you have and this beautiful unapologetic-ness uh, about you with your boundaries and, and, and not being ashamed of your introvertedness, where, where do you see yourself with um, dating in the future in LA or just survive? Like, are you in a realm of dating or what would you hope to be in in the future? Um, well, I'm currently, uh, not dating in LA per se. Um, (laughs) so, um, and it's one of those things where that's why I'm just not dating in LA because like, I am talking to somebody right now. Oh, is this already off? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you know know them. And, um, and the, the thing is we haven't really been talking We've just kind of been taking a break and I think that's okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with that because um, we're, it's such a long distance relationship. Yeah. And I think we're still going to love one another, no matter what happens. Um, Because what we're trying to figure out is, I think what I'm trying to figure out is career. Cause that's actually something that I'm focusing on right now. Um, because there's a lot of great things that's happening to my career right now. And that's why I'm kind of shutting myself off of a lot of social media and, um, uh, yes, that. So, um, I'm not opposed to dating in LA and as, because, um, I'm hitting my 40th year of my life soon and that doesn't scare me too much. I think if like I were to think of like going on a dating app and seeing the word or seeing the number 40, like how would that react to me to somebody looking to like looking to to talk to me? Is it a fetish? Is it a is it something that they're trying to like do they actually want to talk to me? Like do they think I actually look really good for my age? I don't know. Those are, um, I mean, absolutely fair thought, though, because in the dating app world, shit can be vain. Absolutely. Which is, fu- you know what? I'm okay with that. Because if you're there for just one reason to hook up, have at it. Go for it. Be safe. Um, but be then if it's more than that. Cautious. But if it's more than that, then, you know, like, really, I guess, in a sense, put yourself out there and just let them know I'm actually looking for a little bit more. So um, I'm usually open to a lot of things right now. I am open to actually go out on a date, have fun. Um, If we make out, we make out. Hey, let's see if you're a good kisser. (laughs) That stuff's fun to me. Like, I don't mind that, you know, it's not hurting anybody. that's 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 me i don't think uh when it when something like that happens we're not hurting each other we're having fun this is uh this is uh content for both of us um and we're we're making sure that we're both safe with one another 
Um, I don't think anybody's pushing. We we want to make sure we're not pushing each other's boundaries, and we're like both safe into the fact that we're both like, um, we're we're happy where we are, you know. Um, I don't know what life is going to be like for me. Um, I didn't know what life was going to be like ten years ago. Uh, I'm sorry. I want to say 12 years ago, just because of the 20, 2010. I didn't know what life was going to be like because it's a new, it's a new decade. Um, when I turned 30, I was in a relationship. So I was like, oh, this is going to be like, I was going to be in this relationship. Um, and this is going to be fun. You know, this is going to be great. You know, I didn't expect us to break up. But the cool thing is, is that we're still buds. Like we're still yeah. like BFFs and we're, uh, we look out for one another because like we gained an amazing friendship that we still care for one another. We still, <laughs> we still make sure that we're paying our rent and we're paying the bills and we're not using up the air because now we're trying to be cost efficient, uh, but we're, we're looking out for one another. I just don't know what it's going to look like for me dating wise because do I want to date more? I think so. I think I do. Um, but at the same time, like I'm just being very cautious when it comes to that because I, um, I've been through a lot in my life to where I go, am I good looking? I think I am. I feel like I am like, that's, I know, I know, I know, uh, superficial stuff when it comes to being, um, outward of like us being like, you know, us quote unquote, good looking that, that does that, does that matter? And to me, I feel like I am good looking, whether it matters or not. Um, am I fit enough? Am I, am I, you know, well, maybe I, maybe I could lose, lose a few pounds. Um, but who gives a shit? (laughs) Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? I'm, you know, I'm at a weight where I am. I still work out, but I'm at a weight where I'm actually fine with where I am, you know? That's what matters is just, yes, as long as you're happy. As long as you're happy. I know that sounds cliche. No, but that sounds, true. but it's so true. Yes. And um, I always tell people that are younger than me that are just kind of discovering some of themselves, have fun, explore. I don't know, if you don't know if you're gay or straight, explore like just be very careful about it be safe um like meet people around your age that that you could probably identify with that might be going through the same thing or people that you that could be going through the same thing talk to somebody i don't know just be very safe about it um so i don't know what i I don't know what life is going to be like for me in the future but we'll see that's fair. I um I think you just have such a great perspective. I'm really glad I had you on this because Yeah, this was a lot of fun. This was yeah, this was have... very therapeutic. <laughs> yeah, you're so well spoken and you have such a nice um tone to your the way you deliver things when you're speaking, which I Thank love. You. I love when someone has a good speaking voice too, because then I'm so like cap, you know, captivated by them. Um but I just want to say I, I, I think I think you you made some really good points and I I at the, the meaning I got from this whole conversation is just how important self-love is and also mm-hmm. self-awareness of where you are in life. So thank you for that. And thank you for sharing 
your journey because I, I always do these episodes so you never know you're going to be you could be helping someone right now right someone that listens if they're confused or even if it's not about dating in LA it could be as simple as your self-love journey um and where you are at, or, or your career journey right now um so thank you for sharing your vulnerability and your experience on this platform oh you're so welcome and thank you for allowing me to do that and just uh great I'm I was happy to be here thank you Thank you. Well, we will see you later on Nonatings, and I may have to have you again, sir. <laughs> oh my! Oh my God! What? <laughs> oh, start! Don't don't do it. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you later, boo. Bye. Bye. Talk to you later on Nana Tings.